Welcome to the Butter Chicken Podcast, hosted by DJ Shirai and DJ Juicy. Ooh. We focus on the stories of individuals who are making great impact in society and culture. The Butter Chicken Experience is well-cooked, thought-provoking conversation. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the vibes. You got the culture? Yes, 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 party people, New York City and worldwide. This is your boy, DJ Sherrod. And DJ Juicy. We are the Butter Chicken Boys at Butter Chicken Podcast. That's right. For those of you guys just tuning in, if you're new to our show, we welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you humbly. Thank you for stumbling upon us <laughs> or thank you for uh, <laughs> finding us. Uh, for our avid listeners, we appreciate you. We salute you. Uh, Butter Chicken Podcast. We are in season three. It's been an amazing run, Juicy. What do you say? It's been incredible, man. It's been an incredible, incredible run. And uh, for those of you who want to keep up with us, you could find us at Butter Chicken Podcast on Instagram and on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, yep. Google, yep. where else, Juicy? SoundCloud, Hubhopper in India. Spotify as Spotify. well. Spotify just started podcasting last season, so that's incredible. Uh, big, big shout out to our people in India. Apparently, uh, as of last season, India was our biggest fan base, and that's uh, largely in part due to Hubhopper Absolutely. Uh, based out of India. So thank you, Hubhopper, and thank you for all the platforms for supporting us, all the listeners. Again, we applaud you and we salute you. Um, Juice, before we get into it, man... Um, want to talk a little bit about one of our favorite things to talk about which is the culture that's it the culture we are we are in it we live it we breathe it we eat it we sleep it Facts. uh we make a lot of jokes um for those of you who just uh sort of uh really don't know who juicy and i are we are um djs by profession we play music for a living we were able to uh carve out our business around that and build a lifestyle around that uh, and uh, part of that is due to where we come from culturally. Absolutely. Um, music, I know in my house, was always on, period. Whether it was Bollywood, whether it was, you know, old school 80s R&B, 70s disco. My parents were heavily, heavily, heavily involved in uh, music everywhere we went. Uh, that my dad would bring the records and play them in people's houses. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's bro. sick. My dude. dad has a huge vinyl collection. I know that, but I don't know if he would actually bring the records. So technically, yeah. your dad was a DJ too. I guess so. Shit, selecta. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and amongst my community, uh, we're Cindy's. Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't know um, about the Cindy community. We're sort of like one of the lost, uh, forgotten, or uh, just like uh, I guess you could say uh, not as popular. Or widely known communities amongst the South Asian diaspora. I've noticed that as well. Yeah, but you, my friend, I am Punjabi <laughs> to the core, my friend. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> Juicy is Punjabi. I am Sindhi. Um, but when when our families met, like when our parents met each other, mm -hmm. and when uh, when even when we were growing up and we knew each other, uh, there was a lot of similarities uh, amongst. The way our families performed, whether it be ri religious ritual rituals, mm -hmm. uh, the food we eat, the way we party, the way we pray, it's very, very similar. Would you Would you say? I think so. Yeah, a lot of the customs and rituals are very similar. Um, even just kind of like the overall mindset on a daily basis in the household, I've noticed that as well. Just the kind of way your parents operate, the way my parents operate, the structure in their day, what they uh, devote to the religion and everything else. I think it's uh, very similar for sure. 
So what's interesting is, as I said earlier, um, within our Sindhi community, um, there's very few of us mm. uh, globally, mm -hmm. right? And for those that, we're going to give a little history lesson, but for those that don't know, uh, Sindh was in Pakistan and uh, eventually became a Muslim state when, Sindh and, uh, when India and Pakistan split up. So Sindhis were forced to leave India. Mm. Uh, or leave Sindh rather Sindh. and go to all places whether it be India or whether it be global so okay. my mom's side went to Africa Kenya East Africa uh, a lot of people from my mom's side went to Asia a lot of people went to the Caribbean and there's literally now in my phone book I could call pretty much any country in the world and find a Sindhi distant relative or a family friend or someone that we know and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Even when, like when I travel, I'll uh, I'll go to random shops and things like that, and I see an Indian and I get super excited. I'm like, "Hey, dude! Like, what's up? What's your name? Where are you from?" And then we get into the conversation, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm Cindy." And I'm like, "Interesting." We were the displaced people. In fact, a lot of people compare our story to the story of the Jews. Okay. No homeland. We just had to f go out and fight and hustle, and wherever we landed up, we just set up shop and just killed it. I guess so. <laughs> Succeeded. Daily for sure. motion, if you will. Very, very business minded, for sure. Facts, facts yeah. on facts. I'm from a Cindy community called Bybuns. That goes a little too deep. We'll maybe save that for another story. Okay. But uh, so when I meet other Cindy's that are in, in music specifically, um, or the arts or entertainment or you know somewhere within our space, I get very, very happy. <laughs> yes. I get excited. Take special interest. There's very few of us in this game mm. uh, on the creation side. There's a lot on the business side. Like sure. in, 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 in Bollywood specifically, there's tons of producers and people behind the scenes that are uh, from our community. But out front, actually, actual artists, there's, there's just a handful uh, that are making it and really, really pushing it. So two things. Tell me. Cindy Artist mm. and the youth. We focus on the youth a lot this season. We do. But we've never had a Cindy in the studio besides me, my friend. <laughs> and who do we have today? Not only do we have one. <laughs> we have two. Not only do we have one. <laughs> we have two amazing R&B singers, R&B duo, identical twin duo. They go by the name of Moonlight, and they are in the building with us. What's up, boys? Welcome. What's up? How's it going? How's it going? Welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome to the Butter Chicken Podcast. Yes, Thank sir. you for making the time, guys. Really appreciate that. Yeah, course, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for having us here. Sure. Before we go further, before we get into this interview, introduce yourselves and to tell the listeners who you are and where they can find you individually. I'm I'm Love. I'm the older twin. Uh, I'm Kush, and we both go by the Moonlight. And uh, you can find us at In the Moonlight with the X's instead of the O's on all social media. Yep. Yep. So lit. We're gonna get to that too. Yeah, yep. we are. We gotta find out what what that actually. How'd you guys got your name and stuff? Yeah. So right, right, right. Yeah. So so I think just to dive right into it, you guys are here in New York City. You're from the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, we're honored to have you guys here. Uh, Thanks, honored to be here. We've been watching your movement for I'd say for about a year or so oh, wow. by mm -hmm. now. Wow. Thank you. And uh, it's interesting to see the growth. It's interesting to see the potential. Mm -hmm. And whenever you guys do something. Uh, us as DJs, we'd love to be involved in what we're supposed to be doing, which is supporting great music. Um, sure. So with you guys being in town, it was only right that you came here. Definitely. Um, 
before we get started, I think Juicy just yeah. wants to ask you so some basics. I, we, we talked uh, a little bit about, um, you know, where you guys are from culturally, but mm-hmm. tell us how that's kind of shaped and molded, um, you know, where you guys are uh, with your life and also musically, right? Um, tell us a little bit of ba- background about you guys culturally and stuff. So, like, culturally, uh, music-wise, I guess we grew up listening to a lot of Sade, if you know, like, the female R&B sure. singer of, like, the 90s, early 2000s. So sweetest our mom's taboo, like, yeah, taboo. yeah, Jezebel, <laughs> sweetest taboo. Like, our mom's a huge Sade fan, um, and then obviously we grew up like watching like millions of Bollywood movies, like probably every single one, and then we heard like uh, probably almost every single Bollywood song, like ever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our parents just love music. Um, we were never trained in vo- in vocals, just instruments like saxophone, drums, violin. Mm-hmm. You um, were trained or you weren't? We trained? were trained we were. in instruments, but never in vocals. Okay. Yeah. We still haven't been, but uh, we think it'll help, definitely, to get trained. I guess you're doing pretty good. Yeah, now. you guys are killing it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you want to say something about it? Um, no, I mean, he, he got it. Um, yeah, but basically, we, we grew up around that, that Indian brown influence, and that really shaped our sound, like what it is today. We always try to incorporate that in our music, whether it's like an Indian run somewhere in there or do it like a couple times in a row so it just sticks in people's heads and they're like what like what is that like what's he doing right there yeah, especially singers like atif aslam and arijit singh mm-hmm. now and lucky ali who was like a big singer for rithik and rithik was like our idol actor guy so we like always looked up to him and his dance moves and the music he danced to and stuff so we just combined all that into sick <laughs> interesting so i i know uh you guys uh are pretty new in the game mm-hmm. but SoundCloud really helped mm-hmm. um, kind of build the momentum for you, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell us about what you started doing and how it started from a musical, from that musical uh, journey with the covers all the way to where you're at now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, after uh, so we got we got recruited to our college to play basketball, and there was like a coaching change, and that was like the turning point in our life where it went from engineering and basketball to engineering and music. What? So uh, yeah, we we studied industrial engineering at, at RPI in upstate New York. Um, ah. So we we were studying ninety nine percent of the day, and the rest of the time we we just had you know some free time to either shoot around or do something. So when that stopped, we bought a mic and started recording. Pause for a second. So you had a coaching change. So you just yeah. said you didn't want to play no more. Okay, he, okay, so there was a massive <laughs> there was a massive program. It was thirty six players. Okay. And the coach of 38 years who recruited us retired. Oh, okay. Man. So that was weird. And then a new coach from uh, Yale, I think, or something. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to change it into like a, a D1 type of situation. Okay. But the school's D3. You're not going to make it D1, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> so he was like seven hours a day, film, like practice three hours, film two hours, 4 a.m. Runs. runs. Like, And we're like, no, <laughs> we're engineering students. We're not yes. here to like play D1 basketball. So we yeah. just dropped and picked up music after that Jeez. <laughs> that's interesting for the butter chicken listeners um you know we, we always say this and it, it's it sounds a little cliche but it's really true that sometimes when one door closes another one opens yeah and like this story yeah. where we're at Literally. in your transition from b-ball to music it yeah. almost seems exactly that it really was yeah i mean it was kind of just by fluke um he started doing covers of like the weekend like his song rolling stone and wicked games and all that just under his own name chris 
uh, Chandani. I, I went by Krishna with the dollar sign. Yeah. My very first, like, four years ago. That was just me. Yeah. Krishna with the dollar yeah. sign. <laughs> K-R-I dollar sign. Yeah. Yeah. It was just him. And then... So you weren't in that No, I wasn't even. I wasn't even doing anything. I tried to rap a little bit. It was really bad. This was only for, like, two months. It was, like, two months, like... Was there any intent behind these covers, or was this not some fun shit? It was just fun. It was, like... We were recording on, like, a mic... Our dad's office you know, like mic, headset mics. Oh crap! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how the IT and like outsourced and stuff. Like <laughs> at <laughs> your at your um yeah. at your dorm room or whatever. Yeah, dorm yeah, room. Yeah. Dorm. Yeah. RPI is kind of it's yeah. kind of gloomy over it there. It is. Yeah. Gloomy. <laughs> so yeah. like yeah, and then yeah. one day like we told our parents we're like yo uh, I think we want to buy a mic and they're like for what? They're like uh, just to try singing and like we have these covers, and they're like okay if you don't sing for me in person then I don't know I won't be able to, to do anything for you. So like I had to like go back to my room, study up like Tumiho, and then <laughs> I, I had like rehearsed it for half an hour. Went back to my mom's room, and then she like cried when I was done. Wow! And she like bought our first equipment that we still use to this day. Wow! Uh, Which is what? Like it's like an MXL hundred dollar microphone, Garage Band two thousand nine. Uh, Scarlet uh, Scarlet interface. 2i2b interface Wow yeah. yeah So you had no engineering experience No nope. Meaning no. music, music engineering No none, none. No. Uh, n- no knowledge of Pro Tools No, or no. We still no. don't <laughs> <laughs> We still we still use GarageBand All the Wiz songs are all in GarageBand Wow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I, It's funny because we hear quite frequently Like not You don't always need Pro Tools or Logic We hear people making beats on Fruity Loops yeah. And stuff like that So it's like As long as the craft is there behind it Like yeah. the sound will come ultimately right Yeah Definitely. I mean, now um, we've been in some studios with like Wiz or whoever, and the sound is just like extremely it's definitely better. Better, so we're gonna elevated. If yeah, you will. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna we're gonna transition into that. But <laughs> wait, wait, the, the wait. mic, okay, our mic's a hundred bucks. Their mic is like ten thousand dollars. So <laughs> right, you can't, you can't really compare. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did you guys end up ultimately finishing your engineering program? Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah, we graduated in May 2018. Okay. So was that a four-year undergrad? Yeah, yeah four-year undergrad. We actually got into a. A one-year master's, which we didn't go back for because of like the Wiz stuff. Sick. Now, with that, with that move, we just jumped from SoundCloud to Wiz. Yeah, definitely some stuff in the middle. Let's yeah. go back to uh, uh, yeah. so <laughs> my job and Juicy's job is to always keep the story a little bit in track, and oh, sometimes yeah, we veer left. Right. That's okay. Of course, <laughs> but uh, you're recording, so you record yeah. this. Your parents buy you the setup, yeah. and you start recording more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. A lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of listeners, especially the young kids that do music, think that you need all this money and all these tools yeah. to get started. Mm-hmm. For you guys, it just seemed like very authentic and just real to what you wanted to do yeah. just it, without even a plan. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, at first our plan wasn't really to do this like a full-time thing or oh. like a career. We just were just doing it for fun. It's our, it's our passion. Like I, We love making music together. That's all we want to do forever. So yeah. just like we love R&B and yeah. music. Yeah, but definitely, obviously, you got to go back to your, the SoundCloud right. topic. Um, at first, it was just a logo, and no one really knew what we looked and like. And this was Love Kush. Love right? Kush, This yeah. is not No, it's not the Moonlight. No. Uh, yeah, first year and a half, was, was or two years, was all just Love Kush. So we're talking, Kush. what, 2017, 2018? Around 2016, We dropped our first song on our birthday, 2015, December 30th, 2015. Okay. Yeah. So basically, 2016, we, we, right. start, we dropped our first song. Okay. Um, and then it got shared by... Uh, like a weekend the weekend fan page some like fan page right and that then they started getting like 10 20,000 30,000 the first month and then some OVO uh, lady named Halima Halima Khan on Roy Wood's team he signed to OVO yep so she immediately found the song and says like I've I've looked at a bunch of music every day but yours easily stood out to me 
and just wrote about us and we were like we didn't even know who she was she wrote to you or wrote somewhere? like on a blog on her blog wow. boy wenda picked it up and stuff we were like this is yeah. i don't even know who this is but this is yeah. crazy <laughs> so like slowly started getting like a like a fan base from that um and just, yeah and just after homework we would just record every day i mean every as much as much as we could um got a couple songs with this guy Vinny x from toronto he produced no flocking by kodak black mm. gotcha. so he kind of took us under his wing for like our first five songs yeah. um how yeah. did that happen we, we we were looking on youtube honestly and we heard a dope beat and we were like we would like i would love to see how we sound on this and then we just hit him up and then he's like i don't even know who you guys are but try something i'm gonna charge x amount but if i like it then i probably won't charge so we sent back the song called no problems it was our first release he was like yo this is insane like i'm gonna produce your next five we're like oh shit that's crazy yeah. <laughs> like you came out of nowhere and we, then we found out he produced no flocking by kodak right and we were like who's kodak we found out we're like this is crazy who's Vinny x <laughs> yeah and then he was like the one credited for cardi b's remix and he there was a whole genius video about him right yeah. right yeah it was it was dope yeah, it was crazy. so he did five records with you can, yeah. we, can we talk about the business of music a little bit yeah yeah so you're just jumping into your garage band recording vocals over yeah. beats are, are these producers at this point sending you stems or are they sending you just sing, single mixed down beats already yeah, yeah mixed mix mp3 beats, beats. Yeah. mixed beats you yeah. would record it you'd send it back yeah. you'd send back the acapella i'm imagining yeah. and then they'd take it fix yeah. it yeah do what they have to do and yeah you put out the final we record. actually have our own engineer we've we've known him for like seven years he's his name is charger he actually goes to nyu okay, okay. uh nick aji aka charger he's He's like our our homie. He's like the dopest engineer ever. Got uh, it. So he's like our exclusive engineer, and we worked with him worked with him for the past like four or five so years. So you'll record your vocals back home in, yeah, in Cali, and yeah. then you send it to him, yeah, and then he fixes it, it up. Yeah. And yeah sends it to whatever producer you're working with. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of this is digital at this point. Yeah, it's all ninety percent, ninety nine percent before you know all this stuff happened. It was like actually hundred <laughs> percent. We never we never met with any producers in person. Never in the studio with anybody. No artists. No artists. Just us sending on our dorm room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But this is this is the I way. Know, man. <laughs> this is how it works, right? So for those of you just listen, just tuning in, just know that you know with with consistent work, with putting in that work, with doing your own diligence, doing your own research, when you have good product, the universe mm -hmm. picks it up. And so far in your story, that's what it seems like that. Right, yeah. yeah. The the right people just hit it, picked it up somehow, and you were able to pivot from there and, yeah. and, and, and make moves. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. From a business perspective, you're sending your vocals in at this point, right then and there, when you're sending your, your tracks over and you're, you're making deals with producers to do five records, mm -hmm. what's your publishing looking like? Are you guys with a publishing company at this point? Are you figuring out splits? Are you signing split sheets? Are you, do you own part of the masters? What, what does that situation look like? Because that's the scary part for a yeah. lot of artists mm -hmm. right. they just don't know how to figure that part out so all that wasn't even in the picture um until just maybe seven months ago uh when we got discovered but before then we aren't we didn't have any deals we didn't have any we still don't have a publishing deal we still don't have a distribution deal we release all our stuff individually independently through stem um before we were just research like who the best distributor was like third party record union or like TuneCore, whatever it was mm. um the producer we never had a written deal with him he just like it was kind of just a homey relationship where he grew with us for like half a year then we just bonded went to toronto to visit him uh met like a lot of the dope engineers producers in toronto mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a friendly bond we never had any paperwork with anyone until recently 
But but now at, at that point, these records are coming out. Yeah. Someone's monetizing off those records. They're streaming right. money. There's sales money. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's YouTube monetization. Yeah. What do you see at that point? At um, that point, when these early records are coming out. Well, uh, honestly, like <clears throat> things for us kind of jumped. We never monetized at all un- until like recently. All us, we would be happy with like a thousand plays on SoundCloud. We would be like releasing our song, no problems with Vinny X. It would get a thousand plays in like a month. We'd be like, "Yo, we're we're popping, popping, <laughs> a thousand plays, popping. bro." That's our whole school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's a start, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how it starts. Uh, Some, something I saw Jay Z <laughs> say is that a lot of people want to emulate yeah. popping the bottles and having the gold chains and having the yeah. yachts and having the houses, and they want to do that, but they don't want to emulate the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only way to get to a million is to climb it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. only way to get to yeah, 10 million exactly. is to go from 1 million to 10 million, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So how do you do that? With How do you get to that million or 2 million or 3 million or whatever without having that thousand? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you were amped when you got those thousand players. Yeah, yeah. and then when it kept growing, we just kept getting more excited and more pa- even more passionate about it. Um, I mean, about the business stuff, like just seven months ago, we hit Vinny X back. We're like, okay, from now on, when we get our publishing deal, like these are the splits. Are you cool with that? He's like, of course, like, dope. We're like, okay, and and you didn't make that up. You no. didn't figure that out. Our, we had we had a lawyer that um, from Atlantic. He worked at Atlantic Records mm-hmm. when like all the stuff, new stuff happened. Uh, we just reached out to like we re- did some research. Mm-hmm. All we do is research, honestly. Like yeah. during class in RPI, we never we pay attention. <laughs> But yeah, like, we, sorry, we mom, dad. On our laptops and <laughs> look up new artists. Just look up new stuff for us to do marketing. Like we we found Nav when he had five thousand plays on myself yeah. and the wow. man. We had he had Brown Boy out. We had like he had like two thousand plays, one thousand followers. So. And the next month after we, you know, he was on Obi-Wan on radio. And we we're like, how do we even find this guy again? We're like A and R's. Wow. Right. Like, <laughs> right. We just yeah. research. We do so much research on all like er, all artists and and R and B. We know like. Almost, we know of almost every single underground R&B artist. Ha- has your knowledge uh, and research um, proved effective in, in in where you stand now, which is yeah, yeah. on your way to establishing a, a solid career? Yeah, we we kind of just love underground R&B. Yeah. It's kind of rare. Uh, t- we don't know anyone else that really knows the music we know, but like we just dig deep and we find like underground artists we really love to love to listen to, and that way we can like learn and just like appreciate all unique types of music because then you get into mainstream and it kind of all sounds the same mm. but when you get into like people who are just beginning uh like really early then you can find like really unique sounds and you just learn and grow from that and just i love unique music so just sick man yeah. these guys really doing their homework man yeah. <laughs> this this fast progression that's what, that's what a cindy's do yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, okay? exactly. <laughs> we gotta know how to connect the dots yeah. Yeah. man yeah. but but it's interesting because uh you uh linked with taylor gang yeah they this they found us out of nowhere. Tell us about that because I've heard some stories, but I want to hear it from you guys on, yeah. on on how that actually happened and what that process was like. Because now you're on two yeah. two projects of Wizards. Right. It's yeah. not yeah. like some fluke like <laughs> no, <wrong>. no. <laughs> Like he didn't just sample your voice. No, it's no, way no. It different. Was, it yeah, was it was it was crazy. All right, so uh, tell us from SoundCloud to Taylor Gang, how did that happen? Yeah, this so is major yeah. for anyone, <laughs> yeah. but when it's people from within our own community, right. I think we're we we're a little more in love with. Of that, course, right? hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but basically by like our ninth song on SoundCloud with just the logo up there, um, this producer Sledren, he's like Wiz's right hand man. This mm-hmm. is like two two years into our 
career. So like now you're talking unquote, late 2017, early yeah, 2018. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is July 2017. July this is 2017. like yesterday, bro. I know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like Literally, this progression yeah. is, this shit is crazy, fast. Yeah. 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 So, so July 2017, Sledgeman hit us up on Twitter um, from, from his account and was like, yo, uh, I've been listening to your song Drunk for like five months. I never do this, but I'm hitting you guys up because I love, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I'm like, what's your email? Let me send you beats. And our, our first response was, we don't have the budget. Because uh, we, 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 we looked him up and we're like, this guy's huge. Like, who is this guy? Like verified 130K followers. We're like, there's no way this is real. Like, yeah. This is some fake shit trying to get money, some scam or something. <laughs> and he was like, no, like, I'm a huge fan. Just give me your email. Like, I'll show you. Give him my email. Like, he just drops us like 25 beats yeah. in the first email. He's like, and before we even recorded on any of the beats, like, he just tweeted from the main Terrigan account, yeah. too. was like, the moonlight's the future of R&B. Check him out. What? Yeah. And we're like, we're like, what? <laughs> now, now it's real. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't even know, like, we just thought he was trying to play games or some shit. Yeah. We still didn't know. Yeah. And then it just took, like. So you were very cautious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, our parents were like, no, like, always be careful with this this kind of situation. Like, you never know what, like, what, what, what the real reason is behind it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, he just sent us a bunch of beats. It took us a while to really adjust because our other stuff was really s- smoother R&B. Um, like really slow stuff. But Sledgeman's like a Wiz producer, so it's like more trappy. His beats mm. go hard. But he loves R and B, so when we heard it, we're like, "This is really cool," but not sure how to sing on it. Mm. And then it took us like four months to even try. Uh, and we did. We sent back like 10, 10 songs all at once. And then like, was, was he, he like hating you? Like, where's 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 no? The work he guy? he was like kind of distant, and we were also distant. Like, we were just working on it, and then sent him back like one at a time, like like maybe three in one email and we'd just see like his his thoughts and he would kind of be really distant still and be like fire just fire 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 but no but no like real discussion just saying dope send more dope fire yeah. dope fire and be like all right like, we're just gonna keep recording i guess also so. we didn't have the time also because school just took up all our time we only had like two hours a week to record so we just yeah. had to fit in whatever we could right Damn. um but so this time basketball was done it was, was done yeah we just played but like three times four times a week but engineering like took over engineering was like insanely hard uh like math and science obviously rpi was like crazy difficult but but yeah um we sent back 10 tracks to sudren and then like two months of silent pure silence yeah and then he sends a long he he sends me a on snapchat like an essay like five paragraphs five pages and like we we, we, like we have him on text on twitter but he decided to go through snapchat (laughs) for some reason like it was funny because i had to like save individual lines and like but basically what he said in that was, sorry, I've been so distant, but I've been actually uh, low-key playing your songs for like the weekend, Travis Scott, Wiz, like all these guys in the studio, the studio and, and Usher, <laughs> just seeing what they think of it. And we were like, uh, that's crazy. And he was like, yeah, like they're all saying it's the, it's the next sound. It's crazy. The weekend actually wants to use one of our songs on his next project. Um, and then the Selena shit happened. And then he went, he went to the soft stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which, that would have <laughs> been cool to have like a songwriting credit there. But then... A month after that, um, he said that he he sent us like a 10 second snippet of just Wiz in the studio, and like it was the beat for all of a sudden. Playing. It was at 6 a.m. before like one of our finals, yeah. and then we're like, "Why is this <laughs> we told me in finals like why is he sending us this, a, a, a video like a 10 second video with no audio?" It was actually had no audio the first one, and then and it was just Wiz like bumping, and we're like, "Okay, this is weird." And then an hour later, or like three hours later at 9 a.m., he sends us like a five second snippet of like our song we sent him like three months ago. Uh, which later was all of a sudden on his RP2 album. Mm. But we just sent hooks, and then we were like, that's our hook. And then we hear like a second of Wiz's part come in. And we're like, yeah, we heard that one line. We're like, wait, is that Wiz's voice on our song? Then he's like, I'm going to FaceTime you guys tonight. 
So we take our test. Probably <laughs> probably get like a like a, a B minus some like shit. Eighty percent. Yeah. yeah good. Some good. Are you caring about school at this point? Or are you? Like, no, oh, we cared. Yeah, oh yeah, we had to get like a three point two to get into the masters. Okay. So we had to keep up with some good grades. Um, yeah, that's why it was just hard. We had to meet those requirements. But um, but yeah, basically like he Facetimed us and was like, yeah, so. I sent Wiz like three of your hooks and he's like, I'm doing every single one. These guys are the future. He texted me back right away saying like, yo, call them out to New York City. Damn. So like two months after that. Yeah. Um, it was like, it was actually right before our finals, like, or right after our finals week. Yeah. Uh, Wiz told us to come to New York, New York City. And we, then we told our parents, we're like, yo, this rapper named Wiz Khalifa they're told like, us who's to Wiz? come. <laughs> like, they're like, who's that? <laughs> we're like, oh my God. <laughs> but you just, had to give them the education. We had to there, explain right? like, like black like, and yellow. Look, and we're like, like <laughs> look him up on Google. And they're like, oh wow, like this guy seems pretty big. We're yeah. like, yeah, he's he's uh, one of the biggest. <laughs> and then they were like, all right, um, how much is the bus ticket? We're like, 40. Like, you want us, you want us to give you like 80 bucks to let, let you travel to meet some random rapper? We're like, 80 bucks? Bruh, what a great investment. Like, yeah, <laughs> chill, dude. Hell yeah. Like, it's just 80 bucks. Like, we'll go, we'll see what, what's up. And then uh, we went there, and uh, like the first night we landed, we we met him like an hour later. Uh, I think at the W or the yeah. some hotel Where's here. It, at the w, yeah. it was it was here in, in New York Times Square. Yeah, mm. uh, the yeah. W Times Square. Yeah, I think it was yep. yeah there. Um, yeah. yeah, we were just like chilling in his hotel room, just like in shock the whole time. Cause our mouths were like. We walked open. in. He was like, was came back of, from the. Was ma- there a lot of trees in that hotel room? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably smelled all the way. Bags yeah. like like uh like massive bags, massive <laughs> bags. Right, right. <laughs> like the biggest bags. <laughs> so your parents like, are obviously liberal if they're seeing what was uh, a big part of like. No, yeah. they're, they're chill. Yeah. They're they're cool, but uh, about that stuff, they're they're a little iffy. Like they they know it's part of the industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, we told we told them we tell them everything. So they're they're chill. Like they they support us in every way possible. Um, but yeah, we walked in the room and Wiz was just like standing there, just like fucking. Or sorry about the language. No, no, you can curse on the podcast. No, but yeah. radio. We he, he he grew like into a. He's like six five and he's muscular as heck yeah, now. He got huge. He got huge. Holy so he just. Shit. I was like, damn, this guy's like weight, like huge. <laughs> he's not a skinny guy anymore. He's like a boxer. Wow. Right. So we walk in. He was like standing there, like shirtless, uh, taking off his suit because he came back from the Met Gala. Right. Um. And then he had like a lady taking off his jacket for him, <laughs> hanging it up, <laughs> taking off his like shoes for him, like hang, hanging his jewelry up in like boxes, like organizing everything for him. Like, oh, here's your 10 J's. Like, like <laughs> already rolled, ready to yeah. go. Like, crazy. That crazy. must have been intimidating, man. Besi- no, was, yeah, we, besides <laughs> the fact that you're meeting with Cleveland now, he's brolic. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we were sitting there on the couch, just like the first 20 minutes, we just like said, what's up, sat there for like the first hour. Then he like slowly started talking to us. We were like, yeah. Wow, he's actually a really cool guy. Yeah. So, so the producers just linked you and said, "Yo, just, just go to the room. Yeah, just yeah. Go they hang brought out. us there. Yeah, they just walked us there, and they're like, and we're like, "Yo, where are we going?" It's like, "Oh, like Wiz's room." We're like, "Oh, are we about to like and meet?" Him? Everyone <laughs> from Taylor Gang, like Will, who's now our manager, right. w- w- Wiz's manager, Will was there. We were like, "Dude, this is like the legendary Will." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And right. like, uh, I mean, Sudrum was there, Ricky P was there, Chevy like Woods, for like, Chevy Woods. Yeah. Ludi, like so, these all are all guys you just did mad research on, and yeah. like, oh, why? Why are we like? What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. It's legit Taylor Gang, like all fifteen guys that have grown up together for twenty years right. from Pittsburgh. Like right. we were just in the room with them. We we're like, we're in the room with like the team that blew up Wiz. It was like yeah. crazy, like, right? Crazy experience. So, what was the conversation like? The f- um, um, it was pretty low key the first time. He was just like telling us how dope we are honestly he just the whole time he was just complimenting us and mm-hmm. we were like this is crazy coming from yeah. a legend he was like yeah. and we just kept thanking him like yeah. like thank you so much for the opportunity like 
for put, at the time we thought one of our songs was on there we were like yeah. thank you for putting all of a sudden on yeah, there we, we actually found out about all three that night like because like night. we he came back he was getting ready we went to his uh listening party for rolling papers too right <clears throat> and then so like, you were invited to the listening yeah, party yeah. by the team yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but they didn't tell you your records were on the project no only one only like we, we only had like an idea of one we, we never heard the full songs of any of any of them because right. it was our hooks and we sent them back right yeah. so, so like we walked yeah. into that uh that club and then he literally takes the mic from the from the dj and was like yo like the moonlight like is here uh th- they have a few tracks on my album i'm like about to play them and everyone's like looking at us like, who are these like ran- like who are these twins like brown twins? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like we're standing right in the middle of the dance floor because he's like, nah, come up to the front. And we're just like standing there like kind of yeah. like awkward. And like, he played what? all three in a row. We were like, this is the first time we're hearing these, yeah. and we're like, is this real? Like we thought it was a dream. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean that's then, definitely yeah, a dream. <laughs> it was crazy, and, and the whole room was like, wait, that's you guys like singing? We're like, because we're like lip syncing yeah. along. We're like, yo, that's crazy. But in terms of what he said, like after we we kept thanking him like over and over again, we we're like, yo, it means so much. Like mm-hmm. we never even thought someone like you would discover us and give us this kind of chance and he was like dude like no thank you for letting me use your songs like you guys are the future you guys are young living legends and you guys are the most unique like r&b artists i know and i want to put you guys onto the world we're like this is whiz like this is not real this is not real right now and he was like smoking in the lobby in new york he was like i can smoke anywhere i want i was like whatever (laughs) but it was like in public too it was like paparazzi and he was just like while people are taking pictures he's giving us like this advice and giving us these compliments, we're like, yeah. this is insane. <laughs> Shit. Wow. So and it was our first time with another artist too, literally with another artist. Ne- we were never around first another collab. Artist. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you feel do you feel like that whole situation was was a big turning point in what leads you now to exactly where you stand today? Was that a, yeah. a, a big moment for you guys? That was the main. That was, was the, the only. Moment. That was the biggest moment and the only thing that really allowed us to pursue this um, more, like more, because our parents were really saying like. Either you go to your engineering job or you work with us because they do real estate or you work with us in our real estate company. Um, and right when that happened, our our parents actually sat sat down with us the first night Rolling Papers 2 came out. And they were like listening to the whole album. With us. And they, they, they heard every song. And like they're like, yeah, honestly, like your three, like uh, like those are my favorite ones. Like, <laughs> do it. Like, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, just do it. And, and they're like, yeah, who's the other guy? Like Sway Lee? Yeah. Like, he's like, right. He's cool. <laughs> Who's the other guy, Ty Dolla Yeah, he's cool. We're like, <laughs> we're like, God, like, yo, those like legends. <laughs> How important is the parental support for you guys? Very important because without them, we wouldn't even be doing music full time because like they, they, their whole life, they've been grooming us to take over their real estate business. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were honestly like really, really sad. And they still are at times like they still like actually right now on the side, we do real estate like four hours a day. We just started doing that recently. Smart. So... And and we, we grew up around that, so we love the business. We're Cindy's, so we love business. <laughs> um, and it's just natural for us. So in order, like, all all artists have multiple like uh, careers. Hustles, yeah, I think so, it's really important. Yeah, for yeah. ours to be real estate, I think that's a good idea. I think it's really important to understand that at a young age yeah. and understand that having uh, different revenue streams is yeah. is super super crucial. Because exactly. when and if music is a little dry or it mm-hmm. slows down, yeah. you have invested some time and capital into yeah. other things. Listeners, um, know that that when you make this music money, uh, it doesn't always last. And yeah. at the end of the day, you have to use that money and invest into other things. I think uh, obviously Jay is a big example of that. Nas is a huge example. Yeah. I read something yesterday that Nas has invested in hundreds of businesses that you wouldn't even know really he's invest- yeah hundreds yeah. Oh, of businesses obviously rest in peace nipsey had so much going yeah. on mm-hmm. business uh business wise you guys seem to be uh following suit in the sense that 
music might not be the only revenue stream right. for you guys. No, it's it's never the case. Like even with Wiz, he has like his own app. Like Weed Farm sold like ten million. He got a plaque for it. Like he has other companies. Obviously, Khalifa Kush. Like it's all part of the same brand. We're, right. we're trying to we're slowly learning and trying to figure out what else we can do that can make uh, like make our brand brand even bigger. Let's yeah. build the Moonlight Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be cool. Who's mentoring you, like, and kind of educating you throughout this whole... Uh, Sledrin and Will. And Wiz. Mm-hmm. Like, Wiz. just them three, honestly. All, all the Terrigan guys, they're family f- to mm-hmm. us now. But uh, initially, the first two years were, were, was, was just Sledrin. And then now Will's our manager, so now we're, like, way more deep... We're way more deeper into Taylor Gang. They're, they're, they're not signed to them. We're not signed to them at all, but it's, like, very close family. They're, like, our homies now. So, oh. so a, lo- a lot of people don't understand the difference between uh, being signed to a label... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm versus having a manager yeah uh and sometimes things get uh intertwined and yeah. uh misunderstood yeah um and for many it's just very confusing and right. when you're early on in the in the, the come up of your career yeah a lot of people bring their homies or their friends around to manage but they might not have your best interest or yeah. they might not just have the industry knowledge yeah. exactly. right so from what we're hearing a person from t- the Taylor Gang team, which is Will, yeah. is your day-to-day manager, your mm-hmm. business manager, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But you are not signed for publishing or making music through no. Taylor Gang. No, no, no. Is that a decision you guys made, or is that just what the you guys and the team it sort was, of it was all yeah. together. figured out? It was all together. It was all together. Um, Will's actually, we don't even have a day-to-day. We, we're our own managers, and we have been always. Right. Um, but Will is like our week-to-week, kind of like three-day to four-day Over- manager, overseer. Okay. Uh, he like he does give us advice every day. Um, but like the planning, the emailing, everything, all the details is still us. And and his job also is to find us. He's like, trust me. Within like a few months, I'm gonna find you the best day to day manager that I trust that I know that will help the whole movement. Mm. Um, but but yeah, mainly it's just for advice and mentoring and like like, like brand, some brand deals, brand and deals stuff and like that. We're oh, working you, on you a lot. You guys of already got brand deals? No, no, no not, not yet. yet. <laughs> we're, 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 <laughs> we're we, we have some stuff uh, coming guys up quick. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a great thing. <laughs> yeah, we ha- we have some stuff coming up soon. But we're, we're like we're always brainstorming stuff. Like we're really creative. So it feels like um, in this day and age, in the current music climate, uh, collaboration between artists, producers, mm-hmm. and just people globally has become uh, sort of. I wouldn't say the wave, but mm-hmm. it's sort of a necessity yeah. in order to uh, build your brand value globally. Uh, would yeah. you agree with that or not? Definitely. Um, like global presence and international appeal and presence is like probably the key to success in any industry. Because once, like you can be big in America, but like if you go to tour in India or Africa or, some, or somewhere, like no one's going to really know you. Mm-hmm. Or And uh, uh, the other way around also, like, Big artists from India, if you come here, like you're probably not gonna have a massive audience. But mm-hmm. once you can like take over the like the world presence, mm-hmm. I think that's the, the goal that uh like people should have. I mean, it depends on whatever niche of music, whatever you make. But I think for us, like we just wanna be widely known around the world and make universal sounding music. So it's interesting you yeah. say that because I was listening to your music the other day. Yeah. Uh and and you you brand yourselves as a, a R and B duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I was listening to this music, my what I think of R and B versus the current state of R and B is two different things. Right. Juicy and I grew up on artists like Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we grew up on guys like Usher, mm-hmm. and that R and B is what we know as R and B. And 
weekend was a huge inspiration yeah. for you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The and like what the the way I define that, and a lot of people uh, sort of uh, in the DJ world yeah. identify that as not just R and B, but yeah. specifically trap soul, mm-hmm. trap soul, or R and B with trap vibes. So yeah. all the BPMs are like between fifty yeah. and seventy, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas like the R R the R and B we listened to was yeah. like. 93 yeah. to like 100 exactly mm-hmm. totally different yeah, like bpm exactly. ranges right yeah. but that sound it, to me sounds like a trap soul yeah. heavily influenced r&b mm-hmm. definitely definitely and a lot of older people are not into that sound yeah mm-hmm. but the kids are into that right. yeah, yeah like your fan base yeah, these yeah. 14 year olds and yeah. 11 year olds and the people that matter so much yeah. are into that sound yeah. yeah so it's funny i was listening to your album yeah. the love kush album yeah with a 23-year-old person. Okay. And that 23-year-old person goes, yo, this shit is trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I go, well, why is it trash? Mm-hmm. That's not R&B. Oh, okay. I said, I'm way older than you. <laughs> yeah. And this shit is fucking lit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. Oh, and this is their sound. Yeah. So let's embrace it and yeah. let's give the project a whole listen. Exactly. Now, I hear that. We're vibing to it. I like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I go uh, and start digging some more music and I come across another record, yeah. Body Language. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Th- at that point, I'm like, is this trash too to this kid? <laughs> yeah. And this kid says, nah, this is that shit. <laughs> yeah. This is that shit I like. Yeah. And the point I'm trying to get to for listeners is yeah. that like, where I think uh, you guys have, have landed mm-hmm. right now is that you've figured out your sound mm-hmm. right, yeah, right? Yeah. with love kush there's a specific sound to yeah, it there, there was, yeah. Yeah. body language is not anything no, like totally any different. of your other no, records have you heard the record juice yes incredible. okay so when talking about global collaboration yeah. what one person might deem as yeah. maybe not so good yeah. obviously there's people listening and obviously they like it yeah. but that same person could embrace it if it has a completely different yeah. sound exactly yeah mm-hmm. So global collaboration to me, you guys have already hit it. You said that it's it's vital, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Tell us about why you did that because it kind of feels unexpected to me, right? Based on all the stuff you're doing in hip hop yeah. here, mm-hmm. yeah. So let's talk about uh, Ica, yeah. uh, the 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 record, Body yeah. Language, and how yeah. that came about. Yeah. Uh, so basically, um, and timeline it for us right, too, so yeah. we see what's going on. Definitely. So after Rolling Papers two dropped, um, all the stuff here was going on, but that was we, July yeah. 2018. Yeah, July 2018. Less than a year ago. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, but like we didn't know that a lot of people in India were were catching on to us. We had no idea. Some followers coming in. Some Indian fans were like, "Sir, like you, Paji, you're amazing." <laughs> you know? They were like, "What?" They, they love Wiz over there. They love like the mainstream artists, top forty and stuff. Yeah. So immediately, like. Indians connected and like when they saw our faces they were like wow you guys are some sort of like Pakistani or Indian or something and when they found out we were Indian they like fell way more in love and they're like they're like you guys gotta collab over here and then and then uh, an A&R from Universal reached out to us and yeah. said uh, come to India um, we have this artist that, that really that really loves you guys wow his, his, his name is Ika and like who's that and it's like just look him up see what he's done in Bollywood so we looked him up and our dad's like yeah I know I know all these songs um mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, so... So your dad was on that wave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now dad and mom <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. your last name? Chanani. 
Chandani. Yeah. The Chandanis are moving now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're yeah. like, okay, thank God yeah. we got that $40 yeah. bus ticket. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> this is the Butter Chicken Podcast. <laughs> Moonlight's going to India. Shit's uh, about to change. What happened? Yeah. No, so yeah, we, we go there um, and we just walk into the office and like, we're, we're talking to, to the Universal the, office? Yeah, Universal. Yeah. And we're talking to the A&R for like that, an hour. Is that Kieran or someone else? No, it was, uh, Sajid. it was Sajid. Okay. So we're talking to Sajid and, and he, Kieran. Yeah, Kieran, yeah. We're playing some unreleased stuff. They're like, yeah, this, this is crazy. Uh, let's go meet Ika. And we're like, okay. We met him. Do you know who he is personally? Like, are you into that sound yet or no? Um, yeah, at this, at, at this point, we, yeah. at, at that point, we were not. At, at that point, we did listen to that kind of music sometimes. You like Bacha and like, like Bacha mm-hmm. and Imran Khan and Guru and Dawa yeah. and all them. Right, but, so all the big, big artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then like we met him and like, he started like bowing and like touching our dad's feet and, our feet and we're stuff. like, yo, like this guy. He's like, you guys are nice. legends. You guys have done something no Indians ever done. We're like, whoa, like you're way bigger than us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you're way yeah. more famous. Like yeah. you're <laughs> way more known, bro. Yeah, and he was like, he was like, let's get into the studio. Like I have a song ready in my head. Let's just do it. And like an hour later, we just came up no, with actually, like. Actually, he, when he was pitching the song to us, he's like, I pitched it to uh, Yo-Yo Honey Singh. He did it, but didn't have like the proper marketing behind it. So we dropped it. He oh, he did a verse on the record. Yeah, yeah. he did it for Guru and Dawa on the same body language song. So Wait, Guru did a verse. Yeah, on? yeah. and then what? they they dropped it, and then I mean they they didn't never released it. They just mm-hmm. dropped the idea of doing the song because like just got too difficult, too much money behind it was like being spent or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with Bacha. Then he found us. He's like, this is perfect for an international collab. So it was kind of their idea, and we were like just we were open to it. We were just like, okay, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Within like an hour, two hours, we already had the song. Uh, like it was just like a clap. The beat was just a clap, and we just made the whole song to a clapping, like a rhythm. Mm. And then Prophecy, Pro- like, Prophecy's yeah. on the production, right? Yeah, yeah he go, takes a whole like month, and like they sent it back to us a month later. We were like, "What the yeah, hell?" Yeah, this song just transformed. Like, wait, there was only shit. drums? It was just yeah, a it was like boom, boom, boom. boom. And, and, and I was like, "You don't have to say what." Yeah, so like like, when, when, like like we did that, and he was like, "Yeah, so now we're gonna make a beat." Can one of you that. do the claps, and one of you do the vocals? Right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> Can we do that? Uh, <laughs> I see a body language. Staring up and down, you dress my love for you is endless. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever that beat was. <laughs> so just claps and you guys come up yeah. with it. Did yeah. you write that? Yeah, yeah, we wrote, we wrote it. Yeah, we yeah. we always write everything. We and Ika's part was already laid down. He already wrote it like he, he three years ago. It wasn't laid down, but he was like rapping it. And we we're like, just record that, and he recorded it on like a a basic mic. Actually, he rapped it first, and we we sang our own melody. He was like, "Yo, scrap whatever shit I did. Yeah. I'm doing what you guys did." So he scrapped his rap and, and then he came up. He came up with like the "Tuna Bole Bole" because that was non-existent. That was first. our melody first. Oh, so shit. He, then he was like "Tuna Bole Bole." We we're like, "Oh, Yo, you this actually is coming together like right quick." He just picked it up in Punjabi, our melody, and he just took off. <laughs> What's your creative process like between the both just, of you? Just this, like we sit together at our desktop, mm-hmm. pull up any beat by Sudren or whoever it is, and then we like sing to each other mm-hmm. whatever sounds good. We're like, "All right, like you got it. You try first. Then I'll I'll be like brainstorming while he's recording, and then we'll just." bounce ideas back and forth and within like two hours we'll have like a hook and both you guys will write too yeah. yeah okay on the spot we always write on the on the spot everything sick. ourselves and all that yeah yeah that's sick man so yeah. you, you know what what's interesting for us is like you know we've been seeing we've been in this music business for a really really long time and what we see now uh there's people talking about it um i don't know if it's if it's come to come to the masses yet but a lot of people are talking about this just they see renaissance going on or there's this brown renaissance going mm. on and uh now more than ever uh it's i wouldn't say easier yeah. but it's it there's more eyes on people from our community yeah uh here in the states yeah do you believe that definitely yeah, yeah. yeah i 
we do um it's kind of we were actually with anik like talking about this yesterday but like there's there's a difference between like an american artist that's indian or brown and there's a difference between like artists over there mm-hmm. that are trying to make it worldwide because mm. even ika was showing us like his drake remixes like he has like 10 drake remixes in the vault that he wants to release <clears throat> but you're not going to see like us or like an anik or any like any like modern day indian or brown person meaning like that's, that's american indian Western. from the west yeah, yeah. Th- that's like trying to do a drake cover we did one like a back in the day mm-hmm. but it's like the different cultures um how people are brought up and all that but mm-hmm. yeah there's definitely a much more like massive presence of brown artists yeah. all, all over the world like even dubai there's like r&b brown yeah. singers like that we've known or it's found crazy. it's crazy yeah, it's everywhere love it. like, that's yeah. the point like like there's supposed to be like five thousand of us yeah. in five years five thousand of nav in five so years hopefully yeah, someone's <laughs> who said us. that i mean I'm, i mean that's that's my that's my dream <laughs> for our culture <laughs> oh yeah like, that'd be lit oh yeah i don't know if that's possible no, someone, but someone, that's someone did tell us that in la though i mean yeah they yeah. LA people talk I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta bring that person <laughs> yeah <back laughs> i want to figure out the mathematics on yeah. that you're an en- you guys are engineers yeah. right yeah <laughs> i did pretty good uh, in math no. in school i'm gonna figure this thing out i mean like it's you can already see it happening with like nav like nav came out and then a bunch of people started sounding like now, like a lot of underground R&B or rappers that we hear that were nowadays, non-brown, that, yeah, non-brown, right? Um, or or like brown or non-brown, but just mm-hmm. any just rap rappers in general, mm-hmm. we're starting to sound like like Nav. And then this certain person that we met in LA last week said that when you guys blow up, then if and when you guys blow up, we, we always say if we don't always hope mm-hmm. like that. But he said when when you guys blow up, there's gonna be like five thousand other like little yous doing what like what you're like what, like what you're trying to do. You guys are c- kicking down more doors, mm-hmm. and it's really yeah. really important. It, w- it would be cool to see. It. So you said when you guys blow up, for some people uh, in music, mm. what you've attained in such a short time <laughs> has not been attained in the entire lifespan of certain artists' careers. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the way I look at it is like you guys are talented, but you're also blessed to be on a path. Very, yeah. Yeah that allows you to create internationally yeah. i just looked up some stats it's like 17 million views on, on the Ica record yeah mm-hmm. which is more than like any of the wiz yeah. records the yeah. wiz ones together all together is like 30 million all together right so to have one song that's more than half of that it's like pretty dope it's yeah. big Wh- which to me is like that's how india moves yeah yeah and it's a, just a different game out there yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. crazy so like conquering that and being visible there is yeah. so important it, yeah. it definitely is um and then w- like that same trip uh, we met with we met with Sony after that because um, they found out about that Ica collaboration. Sony like, India. He's yeah, Sony, Sony India, India. Mm-hmm. and they're like, who like who's the Moonlight that worked with Ica? And then an A and R from Sony was like, oh, I've, I've known about these guys since like they were Love Kush, like when the logo was. He like, said we heard it? your song Snakes, and in the line, the main line that's on the, the album hook, yeah. in Love Kush, it mm-hmm. says everything I do, I do it from my baya. And they were like, okay, these guys have to be Indian. Yeah. But at the time, we only had an LK as our logo for like two years. It was just a black screen with the... So they're like, we don't know what to do with these guys. We don't know what they look like, where they're from, so... There's we'll nothing on the internet. Yeah, yeah. nothing about us. So but like, in the head office, like in the CEO, like was telling us, like we knew about you guys like three years ago. We just never hit you up because we didn't even know what you guys were. Yeah. But now we know you guys are like the twin Indian Beavers or like Indian <laughs> Weekends. Where, like, they're like, yeah, we want to promote you guys now and want to guys like want to show you off to India as like the the modern hindi yeah. r&b so we're like shit all right. and they were the ones that said keep your american career 75 percent just use us as like the the people to to do your work in india we were like because you guys need to do stuff in india sounds good grasp, like take advantage of your culture you guys 
love Bollywood clearly, so just mm. we're trying to help you. So we're like, okay, wow. Mr. and Mrs. Chandani, happy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, they're happy like, with that. They're, they're Do the they one. like that, that 75, our, our dad, Our dad was the one that actually like secured everything with that. He was like our manager for our whole India trip. Explain that to us, because that's really It's important. crazy, it yeah. Crazy. Uh, we were in the office with the CEO, Sridhar of Sony. Now, do you speak Hindi? Uh, we understand we all. We, we speak Hindi. a little bit, but we're, we're definitely going to learn more so we can be more. Uh, we sing in Hindi easily. We can understand it easily. Like, Ika was talking to us so fast in Hindi. Oh, okay. And we in Hindi <laughs> Punjabi, and we were like, we, we could understand more. Was, did, now, does Ika speak English too? No, barely. You no, know, he he does, but he just doesn't. He just doesn't like to. Oh, he uses cool okay. words like the he modern words. Yeah, like lit bro or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's a really dope guy. He's, he's dope such a dope guy. guy. He's like amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. crazy because how the song with him turned out like in an hour. It was like he was saying full Punjabi Hindi to us, and we would like take five seconds, understand what he said, and like reply back in English. And we just make the song in an hour that way. It was like we yeah. never worked with someone that's so crazy. fast. That's the vibe. That's that's yeah. great creation yeah. right there. What do you think, yeah. dude? Incredible, man. Yeah. yeah. This guy's story is like it's just so fast. But when is, talent is there, so like good things are only inevitable to come. So whether dad, it's fast or slow. Yeah. So dad does the deal for you over there, dude. Yeah. So we walked into the the office and then they were just explaining their ideas for us about uh-huh. like the Indian weekends, whatever their branding ideas were. And they just we played them like ten tracks and they were like, yo, this shit's like. The, this is like four years into the future you guys are doing that shit now we're like wow that's a huge compliment yeah. our dad was just hearing the feedback and was like giving us advice like you guys don't talk hear what they have to say and we're like damn like that's a manager type thing to say <laughs> uh, that's, so, that's good your yeah. dad obviously yeah. is proven in, in his business yeah. so yeah. he understands so they, the they asked us a question and I was about to answer he was like no like I got it we're like shit dad alright yeah. <laughs> so he like talks some the Sindhi business way and we're like oh he's killing it he's <laughs> is like, he speaking in Sindhi or Hindi no, he's, he's speaking, speaking like Telugu and stuff to the guy <laughs> yeah. what? It, was, it was like Tamil Tamil, Tamil and, makes it Hindi because yeah. like Sridhar is uh, like South Indian so yeah right. so he like made best friends with him right away we're like wow that's good it's good to have your parents in your corner yeah like the whole time we were laughing it wasn't like a serious meeting at all it was like it was serious like business wise like bits and pieces but it was kind of like just really fun experience like so now is the deal with sony done yeah yeah done yeah okay so like tell us ago. tell us about that because we heard about it but we don't know too much yeah. about the deal so it's like we're signed for two eps okay um yeah. like one this year one next year okay um basically uh i mean yeah they, they hooked us up with bacha so bacha was in our car in san jose he did a show and uh like with Asta Gil, Bacha and mm-hmm. some other people. Yeah. And the next day we met him at a Starbucks. He chilled in our parents' car. And then so we just random. like Yeah, yeah we, super we, random. we uh, so, random. so random. Like Bacha. Like, like he was he was sitting he's like, Okay, like like play me some tunes, bro. Play me your beats, bro. So we're like within <laughs> an hour of our songs and he he's just suddenly he loves all of them and suddenly he just picks one and he's like this one, he's I'm like doing this one. one. We're like, You you're doing this one? So he's featuring. Yeah. Okay. On on at least one of them. So this is new stuff. Yeah, unreleased. We have like fifty songs. Just sitting there waiting to be released. <laughs> we, gr- we, we, we work hard on our music. We love making music, so that's honestly all we do in our free time. And they're all like different <laughs> sounds. Like There's like a handful of really trappy ones, like those like really hard type beats. There's some really, really slow, slow ones, ones, like uh, old Usher type stuff. There's some dance, like all of a sudden their body language. Yeah. Right. There's mm. some there's Hindi stuff. Yeah, there's there's a- some... Punjabi sounding stuff. It's nice so. that you guys are open to kind of this whole global wave and not just yeah. not just focused on one one style. Yeah, we definitely want to focus. The American careers are focused, and Sony knows that. Like they're the ones who told us to do that. Sony yeah. India. Yeah, Sony India knows that, uh, and that's part of the reason why we're not signed to Taylor Gang, is because Will we agreed with all of Wiz and Will and all that that like the whole weed branding they do. Mm-hmm. Like they offered us brand deals, like with like the weed companies and all. But we're like agreed with Will. They're like India won't really dig that mm. that much um so 
they're they're trying to we're trying to find like more unique like twin things we can do like like modeling upscale like versace gucci type brand deals where they would take advantage of the twin look and all that so we're trying to we're trying to find new cool ideas to do double income double income <laughs> <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty cool <laughs> I never thought of just that. give me my percentage <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That's, cool. that's a cool idea yeah <laughs> walk out of here with some double mint right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um amazing story so far guys thank you um collaboration is obviously huge we've heard through the grapevine that you got a record with our, our girl roger kumari is that true we're, we're not yet, in the plans. Uh, it's, it's, it's in the plans. You see the plans. how we already heard about <laughs> right. that? Well, I don't even know how we heard about <laughs> that. Streets are talking. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's just coming. That's gonna, it's going to happen. Like, we, she's dope. Um, we went to her show in At, at the Roxy in LA. Yeah, LA. She's really confident she's on stage. It's, it's, no, she really crushes cool. it on stage. Our stage presence. She's really cool. And she's also Sony India family, so it's cool. It's cool that it's all like in the same... Yeah, know, it's not family. it's not done yet. What we have like ideas flowing all the time. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's gonna be dope. I don't even know. Did, was that at public knowledge? I don't even know how uh, I heard we, about. We that. said it. it once. I think we said it one time in an uh, interview somewhere. See what happens when you say shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be careful, <laughs> bro. Forever. Someone told me about it. I might have seen it or I might have heard yeah. about it. But yeah, yeah, there's other collabs on the way as well, right? Yeah, Outside lots. of Roger um, Kumari, who else you got? Who else you do? You know, stuff uh, with? you know Roy Woods. Yep, absolutely. So we so he actually hit us up too. Uh, this was like a month and a half ago. So the thing with Roy Woods is like, we grew up, not, not grew up, not but, grew like, up but like ever since we started loving R&B since freshman year of college, like four him. years we ago. We found him before he blew up too, like two years before he blew up. Two we, we found him when he released, like he didn't even have a song with Drake yet. He wasn't even signed to OVO yet. Right. We just loved the Toronto R&B sound. So we found him and then we just like followed him, like like strictly like followed his music. We're like, we're using him as inspiration. Like he's such a dope artist. We love this guy. And to work with him now is insane because like the weekend Drake, Roy Woods, Party Next Door, the whole sound like yeah, shaped our R and B stuff. Yeah. So we live we like live with him for like two weeks in L A. We just go to go to his Airbnb like for twelve hours a day. Yeah. Just work. Just make just records. Working. Work. Play video games. Like talk about girls and shit. I don't know. Like random <laughs> parties. Random and stuff. And like he would tell us his whole life story. We told him ours our life story. But now we have like ten songs just waiting there, waiting to be released and the plan is to release a project with roy woods uh like a collab album so that'll come out later this year Sick. uh and then yeah. we have like a bunch of more records with wiz um a bunch of records with uh so wiz roy I'm trying to see who else T like tm88 oh do you know the producer tm88 Yep, he hard. produced EXO uh, Two Life by Uzi. Yep, mm -hmm. produced on like every Travis. You, you album. actually, you actually took that in one of your records, like one of the on a record. Yeah. There's a melody. Oh, yeah, night. I've yeah, heard that. Night. Night. It's like number yeah. one on your on the yeah. Love Kush yeah. album. Yeah, the first that's, one on there. That honestly, that was a one take. I was thing, like, how like, did you get away with that? I don't know. That was uh, that was we just did it. And we're like, if someone catches it, like then it gets. Big oh, enough. someone's <laughs> gonna come back. Yeah, to no, it, yeah, you know that. Right? Honestly, yeah, yeah. if they do, like, that's, Juice, listen that's to this thing. record, okay? Yeah. <laughs> someone's come once you get to that popping, uh, popping. It's literally four level. lines of the hook, and it's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is. Yeah, and, and it's the full. Honestly, it's the whole we're we're waiting for the day that, that <laughs> that's a cease and desist. Someone, yeah. Honestly, I can't wait for that day because then it's like that's when you know, like that's when you know people. That's when you know, like they know they're noticing. So, so you, so you, you co-sign just biting and putting it on your own record and yeah. Just, yeah i mean like, like <laughs> it was it wasn't really like that it wasn't really meant to be like that because it was like a freestyle the whole honestly night we're gonna call it night in the night freestyle or something because right. mm. the whole song was like a one take thing his verse was one take my yeah. verse was one take and i was just doing whatever came to my head 
And suddenly I was like, push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Yeah, like, okay, all my we'll friends are dead. We'll hey. <laughs> we're like, whoa, that sounds fucking crazy on this song. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're like, so all just, right, we'll just keep like, that. And that was all, that was only supposed to be on SoundCloud because at, at that point we'd never put anything on Apple Music. Right. Spotify. So then it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Yeah. 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 So then like like when when we changed the name to the Moonlight, we put that that whole those Love Kush songs project. as Love Kush as like a Love Kush project. Yeah. So when people found us, they were like, wait, like I I knew you guys as Love Kush before. You changed your name. And now your music's on Spotify, so if people find it, like whatever. That was a great way to flip the branding without like. We had we actually thought about that really deeply. Yeah. You you see what they did there? Tell me. Yeah. How how did how did how did the moonlight come about like that name? So our name for two years of our career or whatever career it wasn't a career it was like a hobby. Mm -hmm. It was a come up. It was a come up. Yeah. Um, So our first ten songs we made uh, was under our name Love Kush L U V K U S H based on the Ramayana story of the identical twins. Uh, the sons of Ram and Sita. Um, Sick. So love and Kush. I'm love because I'm older. Uh-huh. He's Kush because he's younger. The yeah. based on the story, but basically. Um, and those are like your nicknames at, at yeah. home. Okay. Those yeah. are the. Yeah. yeah most, uh, m- most people call us that now. Okay. Uh, we still sometimes introduce ourselves by our real names, but we usually just go by Love and Kush. Got yeah. it. Like at the bars, it's kind of hard. Like I say Krish, and the white girls are like, "Oh, Chris." I'm like, "Nah, <laughs> Krish." Like Krishna. They're like, "What's like, a Krishna?" Like, what are you ta- what are you talking about? It's a Krish. Like now we just say Love and Kush. Like, oh, okay, wow, nice. But uh, yeah. Besides the point. Um, <laughs> so we, we took our first ten songs as Love Kush, and um, we we actually were getting sued for the name. Uh, Love Kush because uh, buy some th- there was a n- there was a company called L O V E Love Kush L O V E Space Kush and they were hosting ho- they held one event in 2013 with like Baby Bash it was a promotion company and they're like yeah we hold the rights to perform under your name you have to pay us 50k if you want to buy the rights to perform under your artist name we're like that's bullshit so we, we looked up <laughs> lawyers and we like found a lawyer found, who's like, actually the best lawyer and, uh, who's actually the weekend's lawyer he handles all of XO oh shit so he's like Nav is my client the weekend's my client we're like we fell into the right hands <laughs> but then again budget wise how do you yeah, afford that uh, we did we couldn't so <laughs> we're like all right, a lot we, of, there's a lot of that we, there's yeah, a lot of that yeah. in your uh, story no I'm saying afford the attorney no yeah, uh, yeah. No, it was, oh, it was, our parents like supported us more at that point yeah. Okay. Uh, so this was beyond forty dollar bus tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely yeah. beyond. Okay. This is when this is when Sudren found. This is still like a year and a half ago when Sudren yeah, found and us. And this is like right. This is like Feb twenty twenty first twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. We wow. changed our name just yeah, recently. Feb twenty first twenty eighteen, yeah. and we switched our name officially by March, March twenty eighteen. Yeah. And the day, literally the day we changed Wiz our name, Wiz followed us, and we're like, Wow, how did that even? Like, <laughs> but basically, our our name is our last name is Chandani. Chandan, Talk which, about which it. means the moonlight in in uh, mm. Hindi. So that's how we got our name. And so we pitched it to our lawyer, Peter, and we were like, what do you think about moon? It was just moonlight at first. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, no, like there's a there's a band in Germany, a, a girl a girl band, a female band that does like German pop. We're like, okay. And they were like- Were they popping? Yeah, no, like a I mean, couple like, hundred thousand like, like Not views. really, like not like too big, but he was like, just to be safe, like, yeah. put the X's put and, the and put duh in front. And we're like, uh, no, we, we 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 came with the X's. He's like, yeah. put the moonlight all one word. It was like, okay, the O's look weird. We want to look sexy, like X's. There we go. X's are sexier yeah. than O's. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> X's are sexier than O's. <laughs> yeah. So Sick. it's the moonlight all one word with the X's. And paying homage to to your last name. Yes, yeah, yeah. Chandani. So dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick, man. So the first name was paying homage to their first name. Yeah. yeah. And then we flipped exactly. it. Exactly. And now we're. And our, and our music is like moonlight vibes. It's all like night. R&B type slow jams I guess like trappy R&B night yeah, we're, we're, we're slowly starting to drop more um, well we will start to try to drop more of like the mainstream trappy type stuff um, I like Faded 
Finn. Finn, oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. That's <laughs> now, have your parents listened to the lyrics? Yeah, of that? yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they do they understand what you're talking about? Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, do they explain it to them like what you were doing yeah, in the yeah. song? <laughs> What's going on? They, yeah, they, they know. They know. Uh, and they, it's just the deal with them is like <laughs> the deal. Cindy's bro. We need to deal with them. We just can't like smoke weed in our own videos right now. But they right know they now. know it's coming soon. So <laughs> after a certain amount of revenue, that's gonna change. Yeah, they they said themselves like once you like. Yeah, but I mean, it's, like, it's not the first it's, ten mil. I, ten mil for <laughs> weed. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not like it's not like our goal to like portray that, but no, like of course if, if, it, if if it's it's if part of the aesthetic sometimes. Like yeah. it's part of a, a scene where it just looks dope, where the slow mo is <laughs> like. I don't know, but they were like, as long as the girls do it in your video, like, okay. <laughs> so in the faded lyric video, we just had a girl smoke. She's like, well, do whatever you want, just smoke on camera. Like, all right. <laughs> Sick. So they were like, that's cool. We're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> your wrist. You got a Cindy wrist and a Punjabi wrist. Yeah. Zoom into that, Benson. That's hilarious. Hold on, hold on. That's so funny. Juicy, you see that? That's funny, man. Hold on. That's so we're, we're Cindy's the, and Punjabis love their gold, man. We're with the moonlight, so they got two different wrists. They got the Cindy wrist <laughs> right there, the Cindy wrist, <laughs> and you got the, the Punjabi, Punjabi wrist. wrist. So do you guys go to Gurdwara as well? Is yeah, that yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Every few months. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we love uh, going to the temple in Gurdwara. Like our family loves it, so it's just like yeah. Every every we're like they're really busy with their business, so every time we can go, like every half a year, like every few months, like we go. Spiritual. Yeah. 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 So you guys are identical twins. You guys are dressed exactly the same today. Pretty what is the true. major difference between you two? Oh, I like that question. Yeah. Um, He's uh, a, a Kush is a little taller, uh, but like an inch and a half. Unfortunately, he tells me every day it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> whack. He like he's trying to sneak. You guys it are in what there, six like, four? I'm I'm, like I'm six two. He's like six three and a half. Like mm. yeah. Uh, he has a I like a mole here. You're not gonna really know. I'm just saying this because it's like oh, the thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like below my Beard. chin. It's like really small. Yeah, but um, and his uh, coach's ears go a little farther apart. His eyes are a little farther apart. His face a little wider. But you, 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 you really, you really can't. It's not, bro? it's not a bad thing. Girls like it. So <laughs> my beard, my beard is a little more sharp. Uh, <laughs> but personality-wise, like uh, I think I think I'm a little more like serious. logical and serious. I I'm the more like business minded where like i walk into a meeting or walk into any friendship or relationship i'm like okay like what are they in this for are they trying to offer us some whack shit are they are they in it for friendship or what and mm. he's more open he's like just having fun and shit mm. yeah. like i just play balance i like to think deeply but he likes to be the guy that's just like oh fuck it i'm getting lit like damn bro it's not even like that <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always cautious and careful but it's but a good it's a good balance it's a good balance no, he's more he's yeah. definitely more uh like responsible serious yeah I'm older by an hour, so I take that very deeply. I'm like, okay, I'm the older brother. I got to make sure we, we have everything. I'm like the responsible one. It's like me and you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm older by like seven years. <laughs> different wow. Yeah, I'm older by an hour, so it's a little different. Sure, I'm definitely the more responsible one. Yeah. I like to get lit. <laughs> I don't get lit. I don't get lit. <laughs> lit to me is a mind state. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so big differences between you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's but when you come together, the energy and the yeah, chemistry it's the same. is yeah. wild. Um, like most people still think it's one person. Even after like the Wiz stuff, they're like, who's this N-word, the Even Moonlight? Even still after the second Wiz project, they're like, dude, the Moonlight guy is dope. We're like, come on, bro. Like do some research. Just like Wait, look it up. You, you, I want to ask you something. So you said someone said to you, who's this N-word Oh, yeah. Guy? Yeah. 70% of the people that know about us still think we're light-skinned black dudes. No, they right. thought, they thought was one, one light-skinned black dude. No, but dude. what I'm saying yeah. is, is like you around hip-hop, we're yeah. around this too. And this is a really important uh, yeah. question in, yeah. in, in, in today's world. But yeah. use of the N-word yeah. Yeah. as brown kids... 
in a in in a in a community that's heavily black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are what are your thoughts on using the N word to refer to one and not E R but right. ending G G A. Yeah, no, we, 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 we don't support it. We actually use Baya. We in all I our songs. That. We we actually in our first song ever, you'll notice that we use it in a couple lines, the N word and um that was because our, our friend who's who's African American was like he was a, like nah just do it like no one's gonna like just do it the guys are no one like you guys have a logo no one's gonna know what you look like just yeah. just use it but but ever, that's the only song we ever did it in and ever since there we knew it was like politi- politically incorrect but now we found a brand with Baya even the white kids black kids like Asian kids at our schools they all call us Baya like all around that. LA they walk up to us and they're just like what up Baya we're like what like that's how do you sick. know that like, word? oh I thought I was special when you DM'd me Baya <laughs> no, like, I thought these guys would DM me like yo Baya what's up what's, what's I'm like, good bro you are special, no, special. <laughs> yeah definitely like, um, I thought like the, like the older Cindy bro like that's what I thought I didn't realize <laughs> no, this was no, that, part that's, of that's what it is but it, I would just use it as as an advantage cause like it's part of the culture and mm. like it, see, it sounds cool that. it's more mysterious when they're like when we say I do it for my baya, they're like, "What's a baya?" And on a hot new hip hop the blog, they actually said a key line in the song is "buyer." That I do it for my buyer. Buyer. I'm like, like what's a buyer? Like a weed buyer? It's a we don't buyer. sell. Right, like, right. It's B- not a buyer. B- it's a buyer. B H A Y A. Yeah. B H A I Y A. Yeah. Right. So that's like kind of our side brand as well. Like we're gonna have that on merch, and we're brothers, obviously. So like, it's it's like everything we do is like a brotherly bond. So buyers is like gonna be our. Like one of our album titles with Roy Woods and shit, like our tour around yeah, India. So we'll, we'll, see. We'll, we'll see how we'll, we'll we have a lot of stuff with that. Man, word. we're excited for you. Hell guys. yeah. yeah. I, I think getting to know you guys just this much is really, really important. Absolutely. Uh, for our listeners and for us, I, I'm, de- I'm definitely inspired by your path thus far. Thank um, you. Um, super talented, super Thank intentional. You so yeah, man. Um, Thank you. At, at Butter Chicken, one thing we aim to do is tell the stories of unique individuals making impact in culture and society sure. across the board. Mm. Um, a big part of it is the listenership. Uh, that that's under 21 the youth yeah. specifically mm-hmm. um if there's any words of wisdom advice i know you guys are still on the come up mm-hmm. but you've accomplished a lot in in just a little time yeah if there's any advice you could give to those young listeners that are tuned in right now um what would you guys tell them um in terms of following what they like to do or or finding their their path right um i mean i would just say you you really got to stick stick with your passion and um Obviously, if you're brown, your parents are going to want you to do, like, engineering or medicine or something. Mm-hmm. So do that. But do your passion on the side or do your best to do it as as much as you can because as you keep working, you'll keep growing. Um, and as brown people, you've got to just do it do it because you're going to get hate from all sides. All the parents told their and parents. And I'll also try to say, like, don't try to be something you're not. Yeah. Like, with us, like, we're pure R&B lovers. We love Bollywood music. So we found a way to bridge those gaps or we're still finding that that those the bridge those gaps Mm -hmm. um and i would say like stick to your roots uh follow your passion like never give up your passion for anyone like we would have friends parents call our parents on the daily like yo what are you doing krishma deepak like take your kids out of basketball out of hip-hop out of r&b like like take them out of music classes your life you're wasting their lives like make them focus on engineering like we would post our song on soundcloud like there'd be haters obviously the kids are like dude go back to like math and shit like people are at school yeah like why are you doing music it's this an engineering school we're like bro we're just doing what we love to do and then two years later like the same kids are like oh like let me hop on a track like <laughs> fuck no bro <laughs> <laughs> they're all hitting like, us up every single every single hater we had from sixth grade till now they all hit us up like the kid that even like hated us on the basketball team the team captain who was like hella jealous of us mm-hmm. now he like hit us up and was like bro like much love like like okay we appreciate the support but 
you know, it's you funny were, how that yeah, works. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, but we're like, okay, wow. like, like advice, like, you know, stick to your passion, do what you love to do. Don't listen. I mean, always keep a good life balance. Time manage yourselves well. That's the key yes. aspect. If yeah. you can keep the good balance between academics and what you love to do, then you can go places for sure. Interesting. We need to hang out with these guys. <laughs> no, for real, yeah. You guys can mentor us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, definitely you, man. you guys doing amazing things where can they Thanks. find you guys both individually and as a group where can they find you so guys on, on I'm social at I am L-U-V-X-X I'm Love XX and he's I'm Kush K-U-S-H X-X mm. and together we're the Moonlight so that's in the Moonlight with the X's so I-N-T-H-E-M-X-X and Light on all social media Fellas, welcome to New York City. Yeah, thank, uh, thank you. Thank, thanks for uh, for coming through and, and blessing us at the Butter Chicken Podcast. Butter Chicken Certified. This is the Butter Chicken Podcast at Butter Chicken Podcast. This is your boy, DJ Sharad. And DJ Juicy. Find us on all podcasting platforms. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and like. Juicy, where can they find us one more time? At Butter Chicken Podcast on Instagram. That's the hub. It'll take you everywhere. You can find me at DJ Juicy on Instagram. Sharad, where can they find you? At DJ Sharad. DJ Sharad. S-H-A-R-A-D. You know what it is. Uh, We'll see you soon. Butter Chicken Podcast Season 3. We out. That's it. Thank you.